Are you having fun in your business? I mean, it should be fun, right? Well, sometimes the fun gets overlooked when you're dealing with the have-tos, the complexities of being your own boss and actually running the show. It's my goal that this, the Fun Business Fun Money Podcast, can help reignite your spark of fun by providing tips, tools, insights, and inspiration so you can enjoy running your business in the simplest, easiest, most fun way possible. I'll be sharing practical tips and ideas that you can implement immediately, along with business and money mindset insights to keep you moving forward no matter what's going on around you. I'm your host, Deirdre Amies, the fun business and money coach and founder of Powered by Personality. Let's play. Hey there, and welcome back to the Fun Business Fun Money podcast. I'm your host, Deirdre Amies. If you're listening in real time, how on earth is it the first week of December already? This year has absolutely flown by, and I also can't believe that we're at episode 99. Oh my God! I've got something insightful coming up for you on episode 100, but first, we've got some really important stuff to cover right here for episode 99. December is goals season. What are you going to do for the next 12 months in terms of your health? wealth, lifestyle, environment, all those things. Of course, we're focused on business and money goals around here, but let's not forget the all-important fun factor in any goal you set. Last week's coaching episode was a doozy. Number 97 was all about choosing a word of the year as a prelude to your actual goals. If you've not listened to that one yet, it is definitely worth your time. Not that I'm biased or anything. This week, we're coming in hot with another angle on the pre-goals process, your intentions. An intention is a plan to do something. It's not the plan itself. We're not at that point yet. It's the thought, the urge, or an intuitive nudge of an idea that could be something fun, awesome, life-changing, if it pans out. This intention-setting process is yet another tool that I've used for at least the last five years or so. It's a great way to reflect on the year that you've just had and to see how you want to do things differently going forward. Or keep doing the same thing if it's worked perfectly so far Don't break what's not broken. There's three parts to setting your intentions for the year ahead. Number one is to reflect and review on the year you've just had. And I know we're not quite at the end of December yet, but I want to bring this to you to prepare you for this process. Number two is to draw a line in the sand. And number three is to make a new choice for the future. The good news is I've created a free worksheet to help you with this exercise. It's got a whole bunch of questions and space for you to jot down your thoughts. You can download your copy at www.poweredbypersonality.com 
forward slash intention. You'll find the link to that in the description and in the show notes as always. So let's go through these three parts to setting your intentions for 2024, shall we? This may be a slightly longer episode than you're used to, but totally worth it with all of these questions. Part one, as I've already mentioned, is to reflect and review the year you've just had. If you're listening in real time, of course, we're talking about 2023. You don't have to wait to the end of a year to do this exercise, though. It's a really good way to refocus and realign yourself anytime you want to reset. That was a lot of re words, wasn't it? Refocus, realign, reset, even reflect and review. Ha! All the re words. Let's focus on 2023, though. First question Who were you on the 1st of January 2023 as a person? Who were you? And who were you as a business owner? This is a two parter. I mean, it's pretty simple, really. Think back to when you woke up on the 1st of January, 2023. What was your situation? Think about it in terms of your relationships, your living situation, your financial situation, your growth and development, your goals and your desires. Who were you back then? And let's not forget your business, of course. What kind of business owner or entrepreneur were you back then on the 1st of January 2023? What goals and dreams did you have for your business? What did you want to achieve? What did you need to learn in the year ahead? The second question, what were your three biggest accomplishments in 2023? And why those? Why do those ones stand out for you? What did you actually achieve? And I don't say that to put you on the spot and make you feel uncomfortable, especially if you didn't achieve anything or you feel like you didn't. I just mean it's important to acknowledge what you created, achieved, or accomplished this year. Now, if this one does feel a bit uncomfortable, maybe because you realize you're still in the same spot that you were a year ago, that's okay. Just acknowledge that. I highly recommend doing some tapping or EFT on that discomfort. Just start tapping through the points and say how you feel. If you're not familiar with tapping, you'll find a more detailed explanation of it and how it can be used in episode 24, How to Release Negative Energy and Turn Your Day Around. There's also countless videos on YouTube showing you how to do it. And my favorite tapper, Brad Yates, probably has a video for exactly your specific thoughts and feelings. You'll find the links to that episode and to Brad Yates on YouTube in the show notes. So what are your three biggest accomplishments? This could be personal or business, either one. Money, it could be lifestyle. There's no rules here. They're important to you and you should absolutely feel proud of them. And side note, if you've not acknowledged those accomplishments and actually celebrated them in some way, Make a commitment to do so to reward yourself in the next 24 hours. It doesn't have to cost money. 
Just do something that feels good to you and appreciate what you've achieved this year so far. Question number three, what was the hardest thing that you had to overcome in 2023? What did you learn from it? What's the hardest thing you had to overcome and what did you learn from it? This, I know, this is a big one. We can all do hard things, although I much prefer the easiest path to achieving goals. I can tell you the hardest thing that I dealt with was overcoming the need to show up on social media all the time. I didn't announce that I was taking a break or making changes, nothing like that. I simply gave myself permission to not do it and let go of the need to show up and be seen by everyone all the time. The lessons I learned from it were how peaceful it is on your birthday when you're not feeling the need to respond to all the posts and messages from people that you'll never otherwise interact with. I mostly got to do what I wanted that day, not what everybody else expected, which was absolutely lovely. I also learned about the longevity of content and how it varies a lot on different platforms. So choose wisely. I have so many people telling me I have to be on TikTok. But the data doesn't lie. And unless your video goes viral, it has a life of zero seconds on that particular platform. Zero. I can't imagine spending hours each week creating short form video content that's technically dead before you've even shared it. That is not my idea of fun at all. A better option, just a suggestion, would be to post that video as a pin on Pinterest and link it to a longer blog post about the same topic. Pinterest content tends to have a much longer shelf life of up to four months. Just saying. I talked about this in a bit more detail in episode 91, Unlock Your Time with Core Content, the power of creating something once and repurposing it everywhere. That's my lessons learned, and I think they're quite valuable ones. What was your hardest thing and what did you learn? I would love to hear from you. Send me a DM and tell me about it. I'm at Fun Business Fun Money, all one word, on both Facebook and Instagram. Or connect with me on LinkedIn and DM me there. Just search for Deirdre Amy's and tell me that you're a podcast listener as well. That's a surefire way to get connected and accepted straight away. And question number four, the last one in the reflect and review part. This is a multi-part one around the 80-20 rule. That's the simple name for Pareto's law, which says that in any situation, 20% of your effort produces 80% of your results. 80-20. Now, the first part of this, what were the 20% of activities that produced 80% of your results and your happiness? Let's not forget that part. If it doesn't make you happy, Why are you doing it? You should be able to pinpoint these fairly easily, the 20% of activities that produced 80% of your results and happiness. If you can't, 
Of course, I've got another free download to help you with this, my Start, Stop, Continue guide. It's a checklist focused on various activities and areas of your life and business. It'll help you see whether it adds value, makes money, or creates fun for you. It's actually enjoyable. It's so much easier to decide what you want to start doing, stop doing, or continue doing when you look at each thing from a place of value, money, and fun. Simplify your business and life. Gently enforce clear boundaries. And I guarantee your 2024 will be amazing by comparison. The second part of the 80-20 rule, who were the 20% of people who produced 80% of your results and happiness? Where did the results, money, fun, and all the good stuff come from? You probably have a very specific group of people, a type of client or customer, that loves your stuff and you. Who are they? Those are the people to tailor your marketing to even more in 2024. If it was on a more personal level, how can you spend more time with those people? Get the good vibes flowing and watch everything else around you change through that ripple effect. Question three in the 80-20 section, what were the 20% of habits that led to 80% of your success? Ugh, those damn habits again. They don't have to be atomic ones, although James Clear is not wrong at all about simple habits having a massive impact over time. What are you doing on the regular that leads to success? I love systems, which is exactly what a habit is. Routines, processes, your client journey, everything is a system and a habit. Take note of the things that you're doing that generate results and do more of that. Posting on a particular platform and you're getting new clients? Cool, keep that shiz up. If you're sending regular emails and getting clicks, inquiries and sales? Cool, keep that shiz up. The habit of consistency will never steer you wrong when you focus on the things that are working for you. And the last 80-20 question, what were the 20% of your activities in 2023 that created 80% of your problems and unhappiness? Yes, we are going there too. These are the things that you need to take a hard look at and decide if you're going to tolerate this anymore. Some of them may be things you absolutely detest doing but they're still essential, like paying your taxes. One of your goals for 2024 should be finding ways to streamline your financial processes, outsource to a bookkeeper, shift your mindset around money, and shift your perspective about paying taxes from a negative one to a positive one. So that's the reflection and review of the year that's been. How was it for you? Are you where you thought you'd be by now? I'm not. As I mentioned in last week's Word of the Year episode, back in 2021, my word was thrive. It didn't turn out how I imagined at all. 
But when I reflected on it, I was able to see how that was a year of laying foundations for a massive change in physical environment, new growth in my business, and letting go of old ways of doing things. It was setting me up to thrive. Just remember, everything that you've done through 2023 has been for a reason. My year has been focused on freedom, more on a personal level than anything else. Again, laying a foundation for the year ahead in business. Let's move on to part two, which is draw a line in the sand. And again, I've got some questions for you. Question one, what is your zone of genius? If you're familiar with Gay Hendricks' book, The Big Leap, you'll know all about your zone of genius. It's the thing that you're best at. You find it so fascinating and motivating that it feels almost effortless. I talked about this in a bit more detail in episode 52, Get Your Business in the Right Zone. Were you operating in your zone of genius in 2023? Or were you being pulled in all directions? If you're a team of one in your business, of course you're going to be responsible for everyone and everything. It may be that you need to outsource some things in 2024 so you can focus more on your zone of genius or at least contract out a particular project to someone who's more skilled than you. If you're a coach like me but you don't like writing copy, then pay a copywriter to upgrade your website copy. If you're a copywriter and you really dislike crunching the numbers, outsource that to someone who does. Draw a line in the sand so that you're spending more time in your zone of genius in 2024. Question two, what's missing from your life and or business? And how have you been keeping it out in 2023? This is another uncomfortable one. I can tell you, I'm missing more connection in both my life and business. I'm an introvert by nature, and the last few years through the pandemic have only amplified those traits. I adore alone time, but I'm very aware that I also crave more connection. I adore being around my family, but, you know, there's probably more people I could hang out with as well. I ventured out to an in-person conference during 2023. It was exhausting and overwhelming on so many levels, but it was also awesome. I want to do more peopling in 2024, so finding a balance on the energetic front will definitely continue to be a major focus for me. How about you? What are you keeping out? Question three, what are you tolerating and what will you say no more to? This is another one that I've covered in more detail on a previous episode. It's literally a line in the sand question. And side note, if there's a low vibe activity, person or habit in your life that feels like less than a 7 out of 10, where 10 is awesome and 1 is meh, you're probably just tolerating it. Things should be an eight or more. Raise your standards. 
draw that line in the sand and say no more to low vibe things. Again, that start stop continue guide will help you identify what you're tolerating. And question four what will you say yes to more often? I remember a few years back, a popular thing to do was a year of yes. Now, as an introvert with only so much social energy, that exercise quickly became a hell no for me. But there are still things that you and I can say yes to more often. For me, that's things like guest speaking on podcasts and virtual summits. Yes to more core content. Create once, repurpose everywhere. Yes to more balance between work and play. We don't want to burn out in 2024. What will you say yes to more often in 2024? Draw that line in the sand and make it happen. And now we're on the home stretch. Part three of setting your intentions for 2024 is making a new choice for the future. Question one, because of course there's more questions. Question one, how do you want to feel on a daily basis that will make 2024 your best year yet? It doesn't have to be your best year ever, just the best one so far. How do you want to feel as you go about each day in the year ahead? Happy, free, joyful, peaceful, grateful, abundant, satisfied, wealthy, healthy, wise from all the stuff that you're going to learn in 2024. Whatever feels good to you is perfect. Grab that feeling, write it down. And remind yourself of it at the end of each day. Did I feel X today? Whatever your feeling is. Question two, who do you want to be in three years time on the 1st of January 2027? Which sounds like such a long way off, doesn't it? We are fast forwarding to the future here. Three years is actually not a long time but it's certainly enough time to make major changes in your life and business. And again, an expansion question on this. If you knew you could only get three things done in the next three years that will give you a huge sense of achievement, what are those three things? What are you going to do? They don't have to be massive things. They can be personal, business, financial, anything at all. So these are three long-term goals that you want to be, do, or have in the next three years. Question three, still looking three years ahead, if you're disappointed with your results, why will that be? On the 1st of January 2027, if you're disappointed with your results, why would that be? Let's be honest, we always know in advance, in some way, why we will fail at something. What can you do from this moment forward to ensure that you're happy with your results? Maybe you need to get serious about your business. Stop faffing about with things that don't matter. Let go of feeling 
busy and start feeling productive. Maybe you need to talk to a business coach, take a course, join a mastermind, build a solid foundation for you to grow your legacy upon. Whatever it is, if you get focused on the things that move the needle in your life, business and money, you won't even recognize yourself in three years' time. In fact, I'm going to challenge you to look back on what you write from this exercise come the 1st of January 2027 and reflect on everything that's happened in the three years. So that's what I got for you today. Some simple reflective questions to help you set your intentions and then your goals for 2024. Obviously, we haven't even talked about setting the goals themselves. But just like the word of the year strategy, this is laying the foundations to help you see those practical and achievable goals so much clearer and easier. You can take simple actions and create new habits when you better understand where you are now and where you want to be. Don't forget to download the intentions worksheet to help you with this exercise. It's a Google Doc. So it's got all the questions and space for you to fill it in right there on your screen. I would love to hear what you get from this whenever it is that you're doing it. Send me a DM and tell me about it. I'm at Fun Business, Fun Money, all one word, on both Facebook and Instagram. Or connect with me on LinkedIn and DM me there. Just search for Deirdre Amy's or click the link in the description. What are you going to achieve in the year ahead? Be intentional about it. Take care, have fun as you lead into your best year yet, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Thanks for joining me. If you found this episode useful, make sure you hit that follow button on your chosen podcast platform so you get the notifications when each new episode goes live and you don't miss anything. If you know someone who would also get something from it, don't be shy, share it with them. One of the best things about being a business coach for online entrepreneurs is helping them make sense of their creative ideas and turn them into a simple, clear business system that actually makes money. A client recently described me as a castle building expert. You've got the big vision and some of the building materials already, but you don't quite know how to bring it all together into a solid foundation. Then I come along and I show you the blueprint that makes sense of it all. I love that analogy. And I'd love to show you your personalized blueprint, the one that's just right for you and your clients. But I can't do that until you join Ignite, my business and money coaching program. So head on over to deirdreamies.com forward slash Ignite for all the details. Fill out the application form and let's talk about building your castle in the simplest, easiest way possible.